Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Retire 25 podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Roybal. And with us today, we have the two beautiful, successful entrepreneurs, Melly Rosa Roybal and Tori Darty. Melly Rosa is an MLM network marketing entrepreneur and now is the head investor in the financial markets of our family portfolio. And Tori is also an MLM entrepreneur, used to do her, used to have a little uh, tax, uh, a tax empire, and now is an online marketing entrepreneur. Melly, how are you today? I'm doing amazing, absolutely amazing. Super, super excited to be with you on another podcast. That's great, great. And how are you today, Tori? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, everybody. Hopefully everybody's out there staying super positive, super high energy. It's super important um, today to stay, you know, very positive. Mm -hmm. I feel great. Um, and yeah, so if people want to follow me on Instagram, they can. I'm actually, this is um, something that I'm just kind of at the beginning of um, becoming an online marketer. So I'm learning and it's super exciting, but also very, very uh, scary at the same time. Everybody knows who's in entrepreneurship, like whenever you start a new venture, it's always all those butterflies and all those, um, you know, things that come up that you're not expecting. So people can follow me on Instagram at Tori Darty and um, just kind of like follow the journey. I know I'm gonna be uh, successful because I'm gonna persist with it. Um, and it's going to be really, really an amazing, exciting journey. So I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much, Sal. That's right. And well, you just made the perfect segue into today's topic. You know, we're going to talk about persistence. You know, the importance of being persistent as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner. And, you know, Tori, since you already talked on the topic, um, you know, can you share with us a little bit more how being persistent has led, you know, or has led to your success? when you first started off and how it's, how it's carried you through? I think this is like a super important topic. It's like um, something that may be a little bit overlooked in the entrepreneurship world and in, in the world in general. A lot of times people don't realize like um, you are persisting every day within your life you're persisting it's just whether or not you're persisting in the good things that are getting you the results that you want or you're persisting in things that are not getting you the things that you want mm -hmm. so that's something that you really have to take a look at and that's something for me um when i made whenever you transition from working traditional jobs and having something where it's very structured it's very very um nerve-wracking and that's something that you really have to examine you really have to take time and stop and for me I, it hurt it helps me to write things down so I really had to stop I had to do a lot of self-examination and I had to um, journal about it in my goal book as far as like what habits have I persisted with that have gotten me where I am now and what do I want to go do going forward to reach the goals that I really am trying to achieve at the present moment. And the things that you have been persisting in, in like procrastination, avoidance, <laughs> things like that, that you, you have to be honest with yourself that you've been persistent in and it's not serving your purpose. You have to really work to cut those things out. And the things that are, you have been persisting in, as far as like, I know for me, um, I've had a lot of things that have been kind of like setbacks, um, 
even when I was like in college, um, going through like Katrina and different things like that, and always coming to a crosswords where you have the option of um, staying and finishing your degree where you're at, or going to another place where it may be more comfortable. And I chose to finish my degree where I was at because I wanted to persist where I started. I wanted to finish my journey where I started at. And I think as entrepreneurs, that's something that we really have to like look back on the past in in parts of your life where you persistent in something and you were happy with the result of it. Mm. For me, that was something that I was very, very, um, it really built up my self-esteem. It really built up um, my belief system in myself. And you know Mm. how important mindset is to me and how I know that like mindset is your strong foundation. So it really builds your mindset when you have things that you can look back on and put those as tools into your toolbox. It's like mm-hmm. you have your utility belt. You want to put as many things in that utility belt. That way, when situations come up, you already have your tool. You whip it out. You know exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, it's pers- it's always things that you're persisting in. You have to really, really be honest with yourself. It helps to write them down. Mm-hmm. things that you're persisting in that are helping you reach your goals and things that are you're persisting in that are hindering you from your goals and yeah. really like work to cut out the things that are not helping you and really magnify and continue to um, persist with the things that are helping you reach the goals that you're trying to reach. So yeah. I think that's super important. And you know, that daily audit of what is helping me and what is not is so crucial. So crucial. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us fail in that because it's hard for us to reflect and, you know, and, and tell ourselves that we're failing in something or we're not doing something correct. Because I think that's human nature, right? Right. Human Definitely. nature to, to mm-hmm. assume that we're always in the correct. Uh, Melly, when someone wants to be more persistent, you know, Tori gave us a lot of great tips on, you know, write stuff down. What other tools would you give someone who's, you know, probably right now, especially during these times, maybe starting to feel, feel like this isn't for them, maybe they're starting to struggle? Um, I think two of the main things that you can do to really develop more of a persistent habit in your life is, number one, start being persistent mm-hmm. in small things. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't realize that habits are formed and we start doing them in small everyday tasks, but and then they end up being the habits that we use when we're talking more long-term and we're yeah. thinking of our career or how we are as a, like long-term people and our character. So mm-hmm. I think if you start, if you decide that you need to be a more persistent person, mm-hmm. be more persistent in every single thing that you do. Say yeah. that you are, um, I don't, the other day, my trash can got messed up. The lid wouldn't close. My daughter just kind of slammed it shut and it, you know, it messed up something in there. It's one of yeah. those trash cans where you press the foot pedal and the mm-hmm. top comes up and somehow it got messed up. And I was there trying to fix it. And in that time, I could have said, you know, this is just messed up. Like, I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to buy another one or I'm going to just leave it as it is. And it's going to be a little wonky forever. Mm-hmm. Or you can decide to just be persistent and to kind of remind yourself, like, oh, this is something my mom always says, who's going to win? Is the trash can going to win or am I going to win? <laughs> Someone's going to win in this situation. Yeah, and if you start true. being persistent in the little things, you know, if you're someone that works out and you know you run a mile every day, but you start getting tired, do you stop when you're tired or do you persist to that whole mile? And then once you get the mile, do you say, you know what, I'm going to do another lap just for good measure. 
that is the type of habit that we think is, you know, in, a, in the small things of our life when maybe don't necessarily apply to our business aspect, but they are the habits that start developing a mental pattern that mm-hmm. does then manifest in our business, in our everyday things that, you know, are very crucial to our life and to our success. So that would be number one, just start persisting in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And number two would be to really think back to times when you were persistent and be really mm-hmm. honest with yourself. What did it feel like? Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times we think, oh, it's hard. Um, I should just give up. This is a sign that it's not for me. This is a sign that it's that it's not going to work out and we give up. But if you think back to a time in our life when we were persisting through that feeling, mm-hmm. we remember that that feeling is just part of the process. Yeah, I remember so many times in MLM, just breaking down and crying and being like, ah, everything I'm trying isn't working. Nothing's working. Nothing's, you know, giving me results. What am I doing? Uh, Should I just give up? Should I go back to to my career, to my traditional career? And it was during those times that, sorry, give me a second. (laughs) She's trying to get that jazzy voice. (laughs) (laughs) Low throaty. (laughs) it's during those times when you want to give up that you, success really is on the other side of that mm-hmm. if you just keep going and if you're honest with yourself and you remember those moments you know what I really did feel like it was the end right before I had a breakthrough and now once you reach that point again instead of thinking okay you know what I'm feeling like this is the end for me instead of giving up if you're really honest with yourself about the last time you had success, you went through that same feeling of Mm -hmm. feeling like it was the end. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that for me is just really important. A lot of times, like you said, Sal, it's hard to be honest with ourselves. It's hard to Mm -hmm. look in the mirror. It's hard to really, really be honest about our own emotions. But if we remember things honestly, Mm -hmm. we will see that it's just part of the process. And the next time that you feel like you're about to give up, you know, just yeah. keep going, keep being persistent. Mm-hmm. Someone's mm-hmm. got to win out of that situation and it's either going to be you or it's going to be whatever the obstacle is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Matt said in the last podcast, right? You know, he finished it with such a great quote. You know, it's the it's the worst when you're going through it. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But you have to keep going through that to get through it. Um, you touched a little bit, Melly, about, you know, your MLM when you were struggling do you ever like reflect on that time when now when you're having uh, difficult times? I know right now as an investor, the market's all over the place. And, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been in the market are starting to try to invest and the market's just been slapping them around a little bit. Definitely. Um, are there times when you still reflect back and, you know, use that old motivation to like keep pushing you forward now? Definitely, definitely. Because when your success is all the same in my Mm -hmm. opinion it is going it's you going through something difficult because if you're learning something new it's going to be difficult there's no point where it's just going to be easy where you're going to just success is not this like linear (laughs) skyrocket to success where overnight you you know you make a million dollars and even though some people have made a million dollars overnight what you don't see is all the years that they put into developing the skills that paid off in what looks like an overnight success. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like that quote says, right? 
my overnight success took 40 years. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yep. So even though from the outside, it may look like that from the inside, only you know what you've been through to put yourself in that position. So I definitely look back to my MLM days and I think, you know, I, I remember what it felt like to be persisting against all odds, to be working, you know, late nights, to be just giving it my all and to be putting in such um, focus. And I remember, I think one of the most important things is I remember feeling like I was treading water a lot. And I remember feeling like I wasn't making, I remember looking for like this big breakthrough. And every time I felt like I was about to have a breakthrough, it being like lackluster. Instead of having this like huge blow up in my business, maybe it was like a little spark. And at the time it felt like a letdown right? I was expecting maybe a thousand people to show up and 200 people showed up or 30 people showed up. And it felt like this huge letdown to me. Mm -hmm. But what was most important, I think the biggest lesson in that was that after two years of persisting, I was so much further than I could have even imagined in the beginning. Mm -hmm. After two years of of persisting, I was able to fill all of my goals. You know, when Mm -hmm. I started MLM, um our family was kind of divided my mom and I were out here in Florida we had decided to move out here to start our business and my parent my dad and my brother were actually still in California and um you were still in Arizona right you were still finishing college my dad was in California I had this desire to like reunite my parents and I remember when my mom and I decided to stay in Florida we really liked it here we're like you know what let's try to move everyone out here because we love it here Mm -hmm. um our big goal was to buy a house our big goal was to buy my parents dream house in Florida and through those two years although it felt like nothing was giving me that big giant breakthrough that I was Mm -hmm. looking for. And it felt like everything was just like these lackluster little like sparks. And I was looking for an explosion. I was looking for a boom and I was getting these little sparks at the end of those two years, I still bought the house. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the two years, I still fulfilled the goal, even though when I was doing it, it didn't feel like enough. So Mm -hmm. I think that's like a big lesson. And I always try to hold on to that is that, even though when you're making those steps, it feels like you're taking one step forward, two back, another one forward, another one back, and it feels like you're kind of treading water. If you just keep persisting at the end of two years, three years, five years, 10 years, you're going to be so much further than you could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. And, 100%. You know, and, you know, you touched on something very important. How you said, you know, you, you were expecting a certain result, but you didn't have that result. So it feels like a letdown. But if you look at, you know, you have you filled a room with 250 people. That's 250 right. people listening to your opportunity. That's 30 people listening to your opportunity, whatever the people is, right? right. And how you said, in the moment, you, you wanted 1,000, you wanted 10,000, you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. But persistently having 30 people each week you got to that point where you bought the, the the family house. You know, you got you got our parents back in Florida, and now although I think we had to pull uh, our dad by his feet to the airport. <laughs> he, he, he he likes Florida now. He likes Florida. Yeah, he grew on him for sure. <laughs> exactly. I remember he came with one backpack and uh, minimal clothes. He came yeah. and was like, "I need to go buy some clothes because I didn't pack anything." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and even though now we have a house in Florida, mom and our mom decided to leave to Colombia and wants to live there and buy a house there. <laughs> so, it, it, so but I think that's... Got, now we got uh, back up his backpack again. Exactly. <laughs> but I think that's also a big lesson in success is that your goals today, once you reach them, you're going to outgrow them. Mm-hmm. And as long as you are okay with that, you're never going to be like let down by it mm-hmm. because it's just part of growth right. right now. The biggest, you know, right now, whatever your goal in business is, say for example, for the people listening to us, um, say your goal is to make, you know, $10,000 a month. If that's, you know, your goal in your business, I want to scale my business to $10,000 a month. Everyone I know myself included who has gotten to that point realizes that that's just not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Then once you get there, you're like, oh, okay, I need to like triple this. I need mm-hmm. at least like five times, 10 times this income because yeah. it's just not what I thought it was. Yeah. But that's part of life. But the more you grow, the more, you know, your, your business has to grow, the more your surroundings have to grow because you will outgrow your goals every yeah. time and, you reach them. And it's way easier to get to the second level of a house going step by step by mm-hmm. step. Each step is a little step up rather than trying to jump up to the second level on your own, that would be very difficult. Exactly. So those little steps are important. Like you thinking, okay, 10,000, it sounds, sounds very hard. I know for me, that's like something I really, really had to learn that it's okay. Like it's not a bad thing for you to reach your goal and then see that there's a bigger goal for you to set after that little goal. So, and the goal that you reach doesn't seem little when you set it. Like right now, for me, scaling my online business, it doesn't seem small for me to say I want to make, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 15,000 a year. I mean, um, a month. But but I know once I reach it, it's going to be like, okay, that was small. Now I got to go. But like when I first started doing it that way, it, it was like something I had to really, really adjust to and get used to because... Um, just like growing up with the traditional mindset and going to school and stuff like that, you feel like, okay, once I get this degree, this is going to be it. Or once I get this, this is it. You're, you kind of get the mindset that like, once you achieve something, that's enough, but it's okay for that not to be enough. It's okay for you to achieve that. And then, okay, now I'm ready for my next goal. So I got this degree. So now I'm ready to to start um, a business or I'm ready to start investing or whatever it may be. So I think that's really, really important that Melly Rosa hit, hit on that because it's something really, really important. Yeah. And um, it's sometimes a difficult um, adjustment in your mindset, but it's it once you adjust it, it's so, so detrimental. Like it's something that's going to really skyrocket you because you'll be comfortable with um, setting bigger and better goals and being yeah. persistent through those goals and knowing once you reach the goal that you set, there's going to be another goal. You set that, you reach that, you keep knocking them down. Those are the, those are the stair steps that are taking you ultimately up to success. And exactly. mm-hmm. All right, Tori, Definitely. right now, you know, that's, that was a perfect analogy, right? The steps. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like $10,000 a month is like, a cliche in a way because mm-hmm. that's kind of like everybody's starting goal right? Mm-hmm. It, right and you know cliches are okay a lot of times like because we all have that same idea so yeah you have that 10,000 you hit 10,000 now you want 15 20 30 right so you keep scaling it up 
Um, Tori, since you're starting right now, right? Like you're just starting off on online marketing. Uh, mm -hmm. How long have you been doing it right now? Probably just for maybe like 90 days. So like the last okay. three months and just really get my feet wet, like learning um, Facebook ads. It's like a whole monster, you know, yeah. it's kind of like an onion. You put, peel back one layer and you're like, oh, it's several more layers and you just yeah. keep peeling more and more layers. So it's, a, it's a very um, intricate, but it's very exciting as well. So you started right before the pandemic. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Right before the pandemic. Perfect example. Exactly. So you kind of got straight thrown into, you know, rough waters, right? You got mm -hmm. thrown into the hurricane. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what have you been doing to like keep yourself up, keep yourself motivated each morning? Or, you know, when you feel like, okay, this is just something that, you know, it's overwhelming, whatever it may be, right? Like, what, what are you doing to keep yourself going? Okay, so number one, like I said last week on our um, first uh podcast that we did this is so important if you're listening to this podcast you are on the right track you are 100 have your mindset already dialed into the right key and you just have to keep going where you're going now yeah. which is that listening to things that's going to feed your spirit that's going to feed your energy with positivity and people who are either going through what you are going through at the same time as you mm -hmm. so they know exactly how you feel mm -hmm. and exactly what obstacles and what um drawbacks come to your mind or they've been there um and they've had success and you want to listen to because they, like they said success leaves clues yeah. so 100 listening to these type of podcasts um listening to um it, motivation for me in the morning i like to um get up and oftentimes like I'll work out and I'll listen to um Eric Thomas mm -hmm. Eric Thomas is one of my one of my favorites so like just listening to yeah finding things that resonate really with you and make sure you're feeding those things to yourself daily because I know when I first started out like years ago and I was like okay I listened to this um Les Brown and or I read the book and that's I'm good I got that you mm -hmm. know I'm but that's like so backwards now that I see like yeah. you have to um, continually like feed and renew your mind with the um, motivation, the positivity um, and those things. So podcasts like this are so important. You learn things, you get pointers, you you don't feel alone. You know that there's people going through what you're going through. You, you feel much more encouraged after you listen to them. Um, so definitely feeding yourself with positivity and the right type of um like people say like you are what you eat right. what you eat is not just what you consume in food it's everything that you consume around your environment mm -hmm. the people that you're around what you listen to what you um choose to like have you know soak into your subconscious mind yeah. so i think that's very important um another thing is books so learning and continuously learning realizing that no matter how much you know and no matter what stage you're at as an entrepreneur, there's always more that you can know. Mm -hmm. If you're making, for example, you said like a lot of people who start out in entrepreneurship, their goal usually is 10,000 um, a month. That's kind of like a staple for us. So once you have that 10,000, okay. So you know that, you know, there's some people that's making 100,000 a month, right? Yeah. So like, even if you reach that goal, there's always more to learn. So what is that person, the entrepreneur that's doing, like somebody like Grant Cardone, who's probably making, uh, you know, maybe 250 a month, who knows, but there's yeah. always more steps that you can take. So that, that means there are always more to learn. Yeah. And the way that you learn is um, by doing like 
books. If you don't like to read, for me, I like to listen to audiobooks. Those mm -hmm. things, Audible is like one of my best friends since yeah. this came out. Um, and then like courses. And then um, just networking, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like me, you, Melly Rosa, this is so important for us to be able to like ping ideals off of each other, to encourage each other when we're doing um, different ventures, for mm -hmm. us to be able to combine our um, so somewhat like our following, like you, we're mm -hmm. doing the podcast, you're posting it out to your people, I'm posting it out to my people. Mm -hmm. Networking is so important. So I yeah. think those are some really important things. Make sure you're always working on your mindset and that should be something daily that you're yeah. listening to podcasts like this daily, that you're really like dialing in daily with things that resonate with you. Um, learning something that you should realize as an entrepreneur, there's always more to learn. You, there's never a time that you have know everything. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what they say about Warren Buffett. One of the reasons why he's so successful is because he literally is always studying. He's yeah. always reading, he's always studying, he's always researching. Mm -hmm. So that when it's time for him to take action or pull that trigger, he knows exactly where, where to aim it because he's already done all the research. He's already yeah. been studying it for years. Mm -hmm. So always know you should be learning as an entrepreneur and then networking. So those are my three main, I think are very important. Um, and even touching a little bit on what Melly Rosa said and what Matt said last time when you were um, talking to Matt, which was an awesome interview, by the way, I really in enjoyed that. Um, it kind of goes back to one of my favorites um, is Les Brown. And he says, are you going through this thing or are you growing through this thing? Mm -hmm. And that's why I think um, persistence is so important because you can go through something and like, okay, I survived it. And that's good that you survived it or you can grow through it. Yeah. And when you grow through it, you learn from it. You didn't just survive it. You learn from it and you used it as something that could take you up higher yeah. to another level. Yeah. And right now, what are you reading? For right now, I'm kind of going back to old um, trusty, refreshing myself on um, how to influence people and win friends. Mm -hmm. And then I'm also reading um, Russell Bronson's Traffic Secrets because okay. those are two things that are really like um, – important to what I'm trying to do. So I'm concentrating on um, online marketing, which really is really, I don't want to say the wave of the future because it's here now, you know what I mean? <laughs> we, we, we in the wave. <laughs> we in the wave right now. We riding the wave, we surfing the wave. But it's something that's really, really um, going to become more and more important as time yeah. passes and as things become more, like you said, digitized. So um, Traffic Secrets is super important. And I, re I really love Russell Brunson and how he breaks things down and makes it super easy for you to understand um, with a very simple way of um, writing and a way of breaking down the chapters and making the, the information like bite size so you can kind of like yeah. process. I digested that. Now I'm on to the next um, little meal. And then um, influencing people and relating to people, that's something that's timeless. That's why some of those are yeah. classics. Some classics are really classics because they're timeless. Yeah. And it's always important to be able to um, relate to people in a positive manner. Cause mm -hmm. you know, we have, we see our president, he relating to people, but <laughs> that, you know, so you really want to um, relate to people in a very positive manner. You want to be able to um, hold what somebody 
is saying and what is important to them as important to you so you can always communicate with them and get your ideals across as a marketer you're trying to get your ideals out into the world and you're not going to be able to do that if you're um, not communicating positively and what other people are saying is not important because Mm -hmm. marketing is all about listening to what people want what the market wants and um adjusting what you're trying to do to that to that um you know, to what that feedback. So that's, those are two that I'm reading right now that are really like, I mean, that's a great, that's a great mix of books. Cause you got your mm-hmm. personal growth mm-hmm. and you got your mm-hmm. business growth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those really do go hand in hand. Cause if your mm-hmm. mind's not right. Your pocket's not going to be right. <laughs> so Melly, what are you reading right now? I am back to the classic, classic. One of my all time favorite books is actually the power of the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And for me, it is just super, super important to realize what we repeat to ourselves and what we're talking about, you know, persistence. Sometimes we develop mantras that we persistently and consistently tell to ourselves that are actually like detrimental to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, it could be as simple as, you know, I'm not good at cutting fruit or Mm -hmm. I'm not good at doing this. I can't do that. Um, and years have gone by and we, you know, decided when we were a teenager or a child that we can't do something. And now, you know, we're grown and we still have those limitations that we actually put on ourselves. So I think it's actually super, super important for anyone who hasn't heard that book, who hasn't read that book, you know, you can find it on Audible, you can find it on YouTube for free. It's an old mm-hmm. classic, The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. It just teaches you to be more mindful about how you speak to yourself and be more mindful about what you repeat to yourself mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's a great book. That's one of my top five right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right Definitely. now, right now, you know, as we're going through it, you know, you said being persistent. I've been, I've actually read the same book four times back to back because I haven't figured, I haven't found the message in it, right? Right. I keep taking new things out of it each time I listen to it. And I've listened to the same book four times in one week. And it's the uh, the secrets of the millionaire mind. And I'm just, you know, I keep picking out new things each day. And, you know, when I, when I do that in a book, it's usually, you know, I usually have six months, a year in between <laughs> to where right. I go back to it and I'm listening to new things. But with this one, I've been really, you know, every time finding new things, and it's kind of been, it's an interesting thing to experience because, you know, we don't normally see it that quickly. We don't change that quickly or we don't see the changes in ourselves. But what I've been doing is I've been reading it and applying it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, a lot of times we read, but we don't apply. We mm-hmm. read, we read all kinds of books, you know, Secrets of the, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, Think and Grow Rich, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And then we go back to our normal selves. But it's hard to be persistent. You know, talking, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that's such a good topic for times like right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to grow, right? Like Victoria mm-hmm. said, are you growing through it? Or are you going through it? Mm-hmm. Right. We have to grow through this. We have to come out the other end different. We have to come out smarter, more educated, more agile, be able to change with the market. Because, you know, we don't know what's going to be at the end of this. We're still exactly. in quarantine time. We're still in quarantine. We're still in pandemic. So it's it's a very interesting, you know, process that we're going through. Um, mm-hmm. Well, as we, you know, 
as we persist through our challenges, as we go through these things, Tori, what would you tell somebody, you know, that's this close, you know, they're about to throw in the towel. Maybe they started a little side hustle during the pandemic from the house. They, mm -hmm. they, they started a business in January and it's just kind of gone downhill since then. You know, what would you tell someone to be able to like lift them up and help them persist through this challenge? I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say um, just remember where you are today. Mm -hmm. All the millionaires pretty much have been exactly where you are. If you read um, anybody's books, it's always good to, to read those books because then you see what everybody else has been through. Grant Cardone, uh, Les Brown, he was living out of his office, you know what I mean, before he made it. Grant Cardone um, was literally just driving around the country in his car. Um, yeah, he started, you know what I'm saying? So like, just know that um, everybody who has success in general, even for me recently, I started, I heard um, the story of The Rock. Um, I don't know if you, like the guy who he was, um, he was a wrestler. Now he's like in Fast and, Fast and the Furious, I think he was in. Or he's an actor now. He's, he's an actor. In a yeah. lot of movies. He, yeah. He's the yeah. highest paid actor. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. He's exactly. the highest paid mm -hmm. actor now. And a lot of people like kind of had some, some things. I heard some like negative things about him. Um, but I actually heard some of his story and his story is crazy. Like I had no idea um, when he got cut from his football team he was right. semi-pro it wasn't even pro so he wasn't even making that much money he was playing in Canada and yeah. he left with seven dollars in his pocket mm -hmm. and he had to call his wife and she was like send me that seven dollars so I need that seven dollars <laughs> <laughs> so like and for him to be where he is now but when yeah. you see where he came from so just remember that um it's always darkest before for the storm and that is a cliche for a reason because it's so true yeah. it's so right. true so um and a lot of people are going through exactly what you're going through. You're not by yourself. And the main thing is if you persist, then you will win. Mm -hmm. If you don't give up, you only lose when you give up. If you give up, then you're not going to ever get to that success. You're not ever going to get out of the funk or the um, trying situation that you're in. Yeah. But if you persist, if you don't give up, then you will, um, you'll definitely get out of it. And um, there's not any like, golden ticket it's not yeah. charlie in a chocolate factory you're not gonna find a golden wow. ticket that's gonna you know skyrocket you out of your situation persistence really is key and when i'm talking to you i'm talking to myself because i'm like really um at a place where in, in my marketing where i'm like oh my gosh like i never would if in a million years imagine i would be where i am right now yeah. and i'm really have a goal of what i'm trying to make every month for my family and for our goals. And it's very, very important. Um, and it's like, it's come, it's coming way slower than I thought it would. You know what yeah. I mean? I thought I would be a lot further. Um, this is June. I thought I would be a lot further by the middle of the year when I started writing out my goals. I kind of spoke yeah. on that last time when we did our 2020 vision goals, everybody was super excited. It was turn of, you know, a new start of a, um, uh, 
you know, whatever you call decade. it, decade, you know what I mean? So it's like, it was really, really exciting. And now it's like, okay, now we're in June and all this crazy <laughs> stuff has happened. So you really, really have to like really um, evaluate yourself, I think is really important and just know that you're not alone. A lot of people have gone through it. There's not one successful person that you can really think of. A lot of people kind of think of like, oh, rich people, they were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. But most entrepreneurs, that's not the case. Even yeah. if they started out, with a fortunate family who maybe helped them, they still had to persist because you don't make it in entrepreneurship. You don't make it working for yourself if you do not persist. And that's yeah. just point blank period. Yeah. It's it's a it's a necessary um, skill set that you have to have um, because working for yourself and having your own business, being your own boss, you're not gonna make it through without um, having a lot of trials and tri tribulations and a lot of obstacles and being able to persist and go through those mm -hmm. and get out to the other side. So just know you're doing the right thing. You're listening to this podcast. We're gonna keep you uplifted. We're gonna always bring a positivity power punch yeah. to you. And um, you're not going through it alone. I'm going through the exact same thing right now. But in order for you to get to the other side of that, you have to persist. Mm -hmm. And Melly, what would you tell someone, you know, to keep them motivated, keep them happy, keep them focused I, on that, on that light at the end? I love this question. I absolutely <laughs> love this question. I think this is one of the most important things that you can really adopt as like one of your mantras, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, Les Brown, his mantra is, it's not over until I win. Mm, and me. I love the concept behind that because in reality, the only difference between winning and losing is where you stop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so we're mm -hmm. all going to in our journey to winning we're all going to have downs we're all going to have ups it's just whether you decided to stop when you were down yeah. or whether you decided to stop when you were up mm -hmm. and if you stop when you were down then yeah you lost yeah. it mm -hmm. was a loss uh, say you started a business and you haven't been able to get it off the ground you're in debt because you bought some course or you're in debt because of whatever reason you invested into your business and now you know that business is technically negative say mm -hmm. negative a thousand dollars if you stop right now then yes that business was a loss for a thousand dollars and you never made that money back you never got mm -hmm. positive but mm -hmm. if you don't stop, if you continue forward and you, you know, keep seeing it through when you're positive $10,000, then that same situation is now a win for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's super important when we're going through things is just to remember, like, don't let it stop when you're down. Don't mm -hmm. let yourself give up when you're down because that's just going to be a big loss in your like repertoire. That's going to be like a memory, like, oh no, entrepreneurship. Like I tried that when I was young and you know, all it was, was I bought some course and you know, it was a big sham. Yeah. It, it did, it did nothing for me. All it did was like throw money down the toilet for me. And I think it's just super important that we remember when we're going through things that when you know this is something i like kind of talked about earlier but when we're going through things it seems like forever it yeah. seems like okay you know like tori's talking about this okay six months into the year and i don't feel like i'm you know where i want to be and yes when you're going through that six months feels like forever so mm -hmm. if you are out there and you you know started a business recently and you're still kind of like still getting it off the ground yes i understand you it feels like forever but three years from now, if you look back and you think, oh my God, in six months, I took my business from zero to 10,000 or mm -hmm. from zero to 1,000 a month, I was able to kind of uh, replace awesome. my income. Yeah. When you look back on it, six months is nothing. 
So that's always something that I keep in my mind. Like, okay, when you're going through it, even if it takes you three years, I think it takes you three years to get your business from where it is right now to where you want it to be. Those three years are going to suck. I'm going to let you know. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Those three (laughs) years are going to suck. You're going to feel like, oh my God, what am I doing? But once you're 40, once you're 50, once you're 60 and you're looking back on your life and you're like, it took me three years to get my business off the ground. That's nothing. Yeah. Mm Because in reality, some people, it takes them seven years, 10 years, 12 years to build a fortune, to build a legacy, to build a long-term business. And even when we talk to those people, it seems like nothing. When, you know, lots of very successful people will kind of give their story. And in reality, you find out, oh my God, it took them 12 years to build their empire. And no one looks, and that's an eye. No one like double looks at, oh, 12 years, that's forever. Yeah. So that to me is very important. If you are going through this right now, if you are feeling like giving up, if you're feeling like, you know, it's been too long, if you've invested too much, if you feel like you just can't move forward, just mm-hmm. remember, if you stop today, then you did lose. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you don't stop, if you keep going, you have the opportunity to make this lo- this loss a win and just a part of your story. Mm-hmm. And remember, looking back on this, it's going to feel like nothing. And that's something that like, something I feel like we can all think of, right? Yeah. When you're starting college, four years feels like forever. But mm-hmm. when you look back on it, four years flew by. Went by four like years that. Mm-hmm. was nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. So 10 years, if you look back, depending on how old you are, when you look back on 10 years, 10 years flies by like nothing. Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. reality, it's not going to feel like it in the future, it's not going to feel like it feels right now. Right? Are you going like through forever. it? Forever. Mm-hmm. In the future, you're going to be like, oh, it only took me seven months. That's nothing. That's incredibly <laughs> mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those seven exactly. months sucked. Those yeah. seven and, months were the hardest seven months of your life. Of failing yeah. for seven months. Mm-hmm. And real quick, Salomon, one thing that I want to um, touch on that Melly Rosa brought up that's so important is that um, one thing that keeps me going when I'm thinking and when I'm like really like, oh man, it's like it's June, it's been six months, all these unexpected things have happened. I'm not where I thought I would be envisioned. I have to really like revamp my my goals. Yeah. Um, it's thinking about the alternative. Like the alternative is like there are two there's two sets of people who are going through the pandemic right now. Yeah. There are entrepreneurs who are like having setbacks and trying to have their own business and being their own boss and um maybe have to re- really reevaluate and revamp and like move through the next quarter like the mm. next quarter the next half of the year and there's people who have been working for 20 years on a job and now are laid off you know what i mean right. so that's the alternative like the alternative is like and i think i remind myself that on a regular basis like i mean i either have the option of persisting through this and making this business successful or I have the option of going back and working for somebody else, which yeah. is something that I do not want to do because it's not really true security. It's a, a like a, 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 far, a form of security that people have built up in their mind, yeah. but it's, it's really not secure. It's a yeah. false sense of security because yeah. you can be laid off at any time. Any type mm-hmm. of situation can happen where the build business goes under. Exactly. Um, anything can happen. It's just not reliable. And then you're not in control, at least with this, I'm in control of my own destiny. And that's something that's really important. So 
a lot of times when you're going through your lowest moments and you may be thinking about like, hey, is this really worth it for me to keep going on and you need to go another hour, another day, another minute in it, mm-hmm. just remind yourself of the alternative. The alternative is putting your fate back into the hands of other people, putting the fate of your family, yeah. your goals of what, you're, what you want to achieve with your family back into the hands of other people. And it's something that's very unreliable. There's people who have been working on a job for 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. We're thinking six months, 12 months is a long time, but think about 12 years you've been working on a job and now you're laid off and yeah. you're f- trying to figure out like, should I cash in my 401k if I'm lucky enough to even mm-hmm. have that or what am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? So the alternative is, trust me, like just remind yourself of the alternative. And that's a lot of times will give you the gas that you need to fuel yourself a little bit longer. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's been a great conversation. I know. Awesome. I I hope a lot of people really took a lot from this. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we got to get right for the week. We got to get our mindset mindset right. We have to get focused. We have to get aligned. After that, we're going to have our mindset moment with Tori. Okay. I already kind of hit on it a little bit, but um, one of the things that's important is to always give yourself the fuel that you need to jet through the week, the fuel that you need to keep going. And just remember that um, in the in the moment, um, it's just important to get through the minute, the hour, the day. So don't try to um, think too big, Some like, when you're trying, when you're being discouraged or when you're um, trying to get through your week, don't try to think too, too big because a lot of times that's discouraging. Mm-hmm. What you do is take it into a bite-sized piece that's easier for you to digest, which is like, I just need to get through. Don't worry about this six months. Worry about this week. Worry about this mm-hmm. day. And just take it day by day. Um, they say take it day by day because it really, really works. When you think yeah. about it, take it day by day. And each day, um, Make sure you're doing something that is activity, action, that is putting you closer to your goals. And that's how you get through the week. And that's what you need to get through the week. And if you need to listen to this podcast again so you can get that positive power punch, go ahead and listen to it again um, because we're always going to bring it for you. But um, just get through the week. Don't worry about the next six months. Don't discourage yourself with um, something that's too big or too um too large to grasp just get through the week by getting through each day today is um the first day and then get through monday tuesday and before you know it you are already have knocked down quite a bit so just get through the week and that's the most important thing so keep your mindset positive and when you feel like you're getting down one of the things that i do when i feel like i'm getting down is list off 10 things that i'm grateful for in my life right now at this moment And that always helps. It always brings you up and it actually switches your mind from um, like discouraging, complaining or whatever you may be like coming into a negative thought pattern Mm. into a positive thought pattern. Because when you think of what you are grateful for, you're fortunate to be in a situation where you can always list list off 10 things in your life that you're grateful for. And no matter what situation you're in, there's always 10 that you can find. So that's, that's one of the the easiest, quickest um, exercises that I can give you to get through the week. Um, So stay positive and keep persisting and you will make it. Amazing. Amazing. And you know what, we're going to, we're going to put that into action because we got to have a great week. Everybody listen to this, Mm -hmm. especially ourselves. We're going to have a great week. And, I feel uh, better just listening to myself, <laughs> listening right? to all of us talk. I feel very fired up, like I'm right. ready to go get it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> A lot more encouraged. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're going to have our financial watch with Melly Rosa. What's going on, Melly? 
All right. And uh, before I start the financial watch, I just kind of want to say one last thing about this mindset and, mm -hmm. you know, this podcast and what Tori was talking about earlier about, you know, really feeding your mind mm -hmm. books, podcasts, um, audiobooks, motivational speakers, like all that stuff is so, so important because yeah. it's even if they're your virtual friends, mm -hmm. they might be who you need. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, when we start our entrepreneurial journey, we mm -hmm. don't realize that we're going to have to let go of a lot of people in our lives mm -hmm. just because they don't understand what you're doing. I remember being 25, starting an MLM and moving to another state, not knowing anyone, giving up my social life, choosing not to have a social life just so I could stay completely focused on my business and people not understanding it. People mm -hmm. just saying, you know, you're 25, you're young, you should be having fun, you should be with your friends, you should be doing all those things, but none of those things mattered to me. Mm -hmm. And it was so important to have virtual friends, you know, books and authors and podcasts and things that were more aligned with who I was. And mm -hmm. that's something that even my daughter is going through right now. She um, is doing a lot of independent learning this summer. She's learning instruments, she's learning sign language, she's doing math, she's doing grammar, she's reading a lot. And uh, she made the mistake of telling her friends, you know, her schedule, her daily schedule. I do, yeah. you know. They're like, that's crazy. Math. I'm doing seventh grade math. I'm doing reading. I'm reading so many books. I'm doing essays. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And her friends were like, what are you talking Your about? Your parents this are mean. Summer. Your parents are mean. Tell them yeah. to leave you alone. You should be having fun. You should be, you know, chilling. This is your summer. Yeah. Um, and you have, and you know, we had to have that conversation with her. Like, listen, they're not on what you're on. And mm -hmm. that's okay. But what is necessary is that you surround yourself with people that are on the same wavelength, on the same mindset that you're on. And even mm -hmm. if you can't find them in person, even if you have to find them online, there's a whole community of people that are going to feed that same positive mindset back to you. So yeah. I think mm -hmm. the best thing you can do is surround yourself with positivity and with entrepreneurs. And with that, we are going to talk about the market. Give me one second to share my screen. Where is What's that? on fire today? <laughs> <laughs> Where is my screen share button? Do -do 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 -do. No. Oops. Where's my screen share button? If you go down to the like bottom. Oh, mm -hmm. share screen, the big there green one. Oh, goodness. <laughs> you know, sometimes they label things so so discreet, sometimes so discreetly eat. and cryptic, right? Screen share. I mean, even they make it all big. <laughs> My dad used to say um, okay, a very old, a old Southern saying is, if it was a bear, it would have bit you. Yo. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> all right. So we're looking here at the S&P 500, as I explained last time, but I'll go into it a little bit more. This, these are the biggest, the 500 biggest companies in the stock market. They're all mm -hmm. kind of piled into one. And this is the average of what they're moving. So this is a great way to look at the market in general. And mm -hmm. this right now, what we're seeing is great, great news for anybody who has a 401k, anyone who's in mutual funds, who, you know, a few months ago, back in February, back in March, saw their account just vanish before their eyes. And maybe it gave them, you know, flashbacks back to like 2009 when that happened, but it took years and years to recover. Thankfully, this time it just took a month or two to recover. And we're back, this yellow line up here is showing the highs from before the crash 
this little mini crash we had that was drastic, but, you know, recovered quickly. And last week we were talking about this movement right here where we closed above this white line, which is the the 200 moving average. We closed above it and, you know, we kind of st staggered up and then we saw big volume moving up. Mm -hmm. And this week, um, this was Thursday, I believe. Thursday, we had this big, big, fat, juicy candle, red candle moving down. And something to keep in mind about this candle. One, it was not based on, based on news. So there was not like a war declared or um, a big second wave of coronavirus or, mm -hmm. you know, there was no big news catalyst that has legs to continue moving. If we look back to when it started, when the market started moving down uh, back in February, this had new, this was news based. So there was mm -hmm. a like a news catalyst that was going to have lots and lots of uh, repercussions. You know, yeah. hey, there's a pa global pandemic, the global economy, the global supply chain. Um, people are going to have to be quarantined. What is that going to do for business? What is that going to do for the economy? So that kind of news carried the market down. Yeah. But what we saw on Thursday was not news based. It was actually a very, very uh, common thing that happens in the market. You know, the market doesn't go straight up. It goes, it zigzags up. And so the, the fact that we crossed above the 200 moving average, it's very normal for the market to cross above a moving average and then come down and retest it. Mm -hmm. So this is actually a really, really strong sign. And I mean, this is the market. Your guess is as good as mine. You know, the market could really do whatever it wants. It has a mind of its own. Yeah. But um, looking at this technical pattern, what it's likely to do is it actually looks like it kind of caught itself. Mm -hmm. So if we look down here, it crossed above the 200 moving average. It came down. And yes, it's a big fat candle, but a lot of that is stop losses being hit. A lot of that is new, new traders who are only used to seeing green portfolios, only used to seeing making money, making money. And all of a sudden they're seeing like their portfolio turn red and they just panic. They're just like abort ship. Let me like jump off this ship. But if you see how it caught itself back on the 200 moving average and this green candle right here, is what every seasoned trader prayed for. Every mm -hmm. seasoned trader prayed for this Friday candle to just establish support. It's kind of saying, you know what, we kind of, we fell back, but we caught our footing. Mm -hmm. it, not, this technical setup is telling us that it's not going to necessarily keep moving down. Um, it's telling us that it kind of caught its footing. And what I'm expecting is another move up. Or possibly a few days of it just kind of hanging out down here and, you know, catching its breath before moving up. But this is really great news. The S&P hasn't, is not quite at the all-time highs. This yellow line right here is the high uh, from the previous high. So it's not quite up there. Um, so if you're having, if you have like a 401k or you have mutual funds, you, you're not seeing exactly the same numbers that you had previously. Um, but we're close, right? And the NASDAQ, which is the, um, the index that is heavily uh, tech and healthcare, this line right here is the all-time high. And as you can see, we broke above the all-time high. Mm -hmm. And again, very similar. We broke above the all-time high. We kept moving up. 
And then of course it just needed to come down and retest it. But this one is actually a very, very strong um, technical setup. It never crossed below this yellow line. This is the 20 day moving average. This is very like a big, big um, technical setup for lots of traders, lots of big investment firms, lots of the computers that are trading. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that it kind of, it got caught, right? Mm -hmm. So these things are really great. These are showing that support is, is um is forming and it's going to just kind of catch its footing and come back up because if you look back to uh february the market didn't care about moving averages the market didn't care about anything that we would consider support it just broke down past moving average moving average it only cared a little bit about the 200 it kind of caught itself moved back up and then broke back down mm -hmm. so what we're seeing is that the market is actually behaving back to what a trader is looking for. A trader is a seasoned trader is looking for technical setups, is looking for um, the market to be abiding by the rules that it sets up for its, for itself. Mm -hmm. During big news moments, like what we saw in February, the market just didn't care. But now we're kind of getting back to a more stable environment. And that's really great news for anyone who, you know, is investing long term in their portfolios. And it's also really great news for anyone who is kind of coming into the market right now. Maybe you won't have the euphoria for all the new traders. Maybe you won't have like the euphoria that you've been having. Some people bought down here and, you know, have made crazy, crazy money on this move up. And most of the people who bought down here were new traders. They weren't seasoned traders. Yeah. Um, so maybe they won't see the same like crazy moves up every single day that they're used to. But if they're actually willing to put in the time to learn how to trade and to really learn technical analysis, then the market is behaving itself. And, you know, all that to say with a grain of salt, because in reality, we're still facing a very news driven market and we're still facing very um, uncertain times. So at any given point, you know, it could be announced that we have to go back into quarantine. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the government's going to put us back into quarantine, at least not in the U.S. Um, I know other countries are still in quarantine, and that's something to kind of consider, right? But, um, I, you know, they can announce, like, a second wave. Um, China and the U.S. have been having, like, this tariff fight for over two years, and, you know, they kind of keep going back and forth. They keep, you know... Trump tweets, Trump tweets are still like missiles to this market. Trump can say something on Twitter and it can drive the market up or down. So it's still a very news driven market. It's behaving itself a little bit more than what we have been seeing in the last few months. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's definitely something to keep in mind that even though the technical setups are there, anything can come out in the news and can really drive this market down. Okay. All right, thank you, Melody, for sharing that with us. Yes. And with that, we're going to wrap it up here, guys. You know, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us. Every Sunday, we're going to be here sharing mm -hmm. what we've learned with you guys. Because mm -hmm. as we said, you know, it's about passing on the knowledge, passing on the experiences so that you can grow faster than we do. Mm -hmm. right? Exactly. Definitely. So, this has been another episode of Retired 25. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in following us, please follow us on YouTube, Facebook at Retired 25. And Melly, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram, uh, Melly 
underscore Melirosa, M-E-L-I-R-O-S-A. Um, you can also actually find me on Facebook, Melirosa Roybal. Um, most of the stuff I post on Facebook are actually in Spanish and have to do with my MLM business. So if that is actually something you're interested, if you're in MLM and you know you kind of want to see how to grow your business that way, head over to Facebook and follow me, M-E-L-I-R-O-S-A, and last name R-O-Y-B-A-L. Perfect. And where do we find you, Tori? Um, as I mentioned before, you can follow me on Instagram. Please follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to get my followings up at this point. Um, and it's at Tori Darty. So at T-O-R-I-D-A-R-D-Y on Instagram. And I have the same thing on Facebook. So you can follow me on Facebook. Um, Instagram is going to be a lot more interesting, a lot more juicy, because that's usually where I am. Um, and Facebook, I'm on there a little bit, but mostly on Instagram. So Instagram and um, Facebook at Tori Darty. All right, perfect. And as always, those links will be posted in the description of this video. And if you're interested in buying, getting your own copy of the Traffic Secrets book, that will also be in the link of the description. Nice. So... I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Thank you. All right. Bye. See you later. Have a great week, everyone.